Hey everyone, it's Heike and welcome back to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. If you feel stuck and you're hitting roadblocks in your health and fitness journey, I've got something for you. It's a non-obligation free 20-minute spark breakthrough call, a straightforward chat designed to clear up confusion and set you on the right path. So no fluff, just real talk about getting you where you want to be. And in the free 20-minute call, I'll help you figure out the single action step you need to focus on to help you thrive in midlife. If you're interested, I'll leave a link in the show notes so we can connect. In our episode today, we're diving into the topic that I'm personally passionate about and one that I've chosen to guide my journey this year in 2024, and the word is courage. But let's be clear right away we're not talking about the storybook kind of courage like disney we're diving into the real palpable courage that shows up every single day which i call baby steps especially in the whirlwind of midlife our episode the six ways to redefine courage in midlife is all about rethinking what courage means for us at this stage in the second half of our lives to me courage is the small daily decisions that edge us a little closer to our true selves again with those little baby steps one step at a time it's about prioritizing our health and forcing boundaries our own and that with other people for our well-being and chasing what brings us joy we'll walk through six actionable ways to bring more courage into your lives during midlife and these tangible so doable steps can lead us to live more fully authentically and with intention so if you're at the point where you're seeking change looking for balance or aiming to align more closely with what's important to you and your essence you're in the right place let's dive into today's feature content ready to get unstuck and recharge your midlife it's Heike Yates here with the Pursue Your Spark podcast, your spot for a straightforward talk on fitness, nutrition, and a can-do mindset. With over a decade of experience, I specialize in empowering women in midlife to break through limiting beliefs and thrive. We'll dive into everything important for women in midlife, from conquering menopause to fine-tuning your metabolism and letting go of old beliefs that no longer serve you. So are you ready to say, yes, I can? Tune in and discover actionable steps that make midlife feel better than ever. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. There are several misconceptions about courage in midlife. It's essential to understand what courage is not, as we may want to change our direction and follow new dreams. Number one, courage is not about a quick fix or a dramatic overhaul. Oftentimes, there's the belief that courage means rapid, life-altering changes. But for many women in midlife, true courage is found in the steady, gradual shift in lifestyle habits. Adopting a new fitness regime like Pilates or experimenting with intermittent fasting 
is about sustainable changes, not an overnight revolution. Number two, courage means valuing and seeking expert advice. It's a misconception that courage involves going it all alone and disregarding expert advice. Courage often means acknowledging when you need support and guidance, especially in areas like nutrition and fitness. It's important to seek professional advice and integrate it into your life, acknowledging that you do not have all the answers. Number three, courage is about your journey, not those of others. Often courage is mistakenly associated with outperforming or comparing ourselves to others. But true courage for women in midlife is about embracing your unique journey. It's not about where others are in their fitness and health journey. It's about where you are and the steps you're taking to improve your health. And I put a link in the show notes for a resource, the episode number 155, how to stop comparing yourselves to other women and be happier would be a helpful highlight for point number three. And number four, courage is more than sure face level changes. There's a misconception that courage is about visible changes, like a new workout or wardrobe or a public declaration of your goals. In 2024, I'm going to whatever it is. In reality, the essence of courage lies in the internal transformation, mental shifts, overcoming personal barriers, and consistently, you know, that's one of my favorite strategies, making choices that align with a healthier lifestyle. It's about the unseen daily acts, and I said this before, bravery, that contributes to lasting changes. And my story about what courage is and isn't is highlighted by when I opened my brick and mortar studio. Years ago, when I was working at gyms and private studios, I dreamt of opening my own studio. And I did not know how to. What do I need? Where do I go? And I started, without getting any advice, to go to somebody that's a realtor and said, hey, I want to open my studio. Do you have any uh, spaces where I can open my studio? And that's when he asked me the hard questions. How much money you have? How much can you invest? How big is your clientele? How many teachers will follow you? I was so scared off. I was not sure what to do. And nobody at that point, so that is now, let's see, maybe 15 years ago. And nobody would give me a loan. Because I was a small fish in a pond of other people that had way more money and that had a bigger staff and a bigger following. And I just dropped my dream and I compared myself to others who had bigger studio. And I said, oh, yeah, I can do this. I did not know, number th- uh, two, that I can ask other people how to do open a studio and going back to number one. I wanted to have it now and then, and it took a long time, several years for me to open my studio, wrap my head around it and figure out the finances. How do do I have enough equipment? And I'm in my brick and mortar studio here in Maryland. I'm the only coach and I prefer it that way. And uh, so it took a while to get over the 
not get over, but to have the courage to do what I wanted to do in the right way with the right steps. And I have a beautiful brick and mortar studio aside from Pursue Your Spark podcast and the Pursue Your Spark brand for women in midlife. And it took courage. In essence, courage in midlife isn't about external displays or comparison. It's your personal journey of growth and self-awareness and making meaningful, sustainable changes. Because I know that many studios close within three years of opening, and I did not want to be one of them. And I have not. The six ways to redefine courage in midlife. Let's dive in. Let's talk about the many faces of courage for women in midlife. It's not about grand gestures. I know I keep saying this, but I want to drive that point home that you understand baby steps, as I always say. Sometimes the most courageous act is the ones that go unnoticed. Number one is facing the truth. It begins with acknowledging the realities we often avoid. It could be accepting that we've gained weight or that we're not as energetic as we once were. Ignoring these issues might be easier, but looking them in the eye takes real courage and saying, I see you, I am ready to make a change. And when I faced the truth, I was really not ready to Open my studio when I thought I was ready. Number two, taking the first bold step. Courage is also in that initial leap of faith. For instance, joining the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint course or simply engaging with health and fitness content at HeikeGates.com or wherever you engage with your content. It's more than just an action. It's a declaration saying, I'm committed to a healthier and better lifestyle or me. Let's take, for instance, a career transition. For many women, midlife can bring about a re-evaluation of career paths. It could be a desire for a more fulfilling job or a necessary adoption to changing industries or to be brave in decision to start a new business. For example, take Linda. For 25 years in corporate finances, she felt something was missing. At 52, she took a leap of faith and started a small bakery. At first, it was daunting, long hours, getting up early, but her passion for baking and serving her community fueled her courage. Today, her bakery isn't just a business. It's a hub that brings joy and warmth in the neighborhood, and her favorite thing to bake are croissants. Delicious. Let's move on to number three. Consistency is key. You hear me talk about this all the time. It's easy to get motivated for a day or a week, but sticking to a fitness, a diet plan through ups and downs can be daunting. That's where true courage really shines. It's not about the intensity of a single workout, but the consistent effort over time that brings the transformative results. And that goes for anything in your life. Consistency is where we need to focus on instead of the weight loss, instead of the being faster in a workout or or comparing to others. 
I schedule my workouts. That's how I hold myself accountable and consistent. I know exactly Monday through Sunday what I do. So let me just tell you. On Monday, I do upper body strength training with my TRX, implying Pilates principles as I do that. And I also do my knee exercises that day because as if you've been following, you know, I have a bum knee and I have been pretty successful avoiding surgery despite really bad arthritis and um, pains that I had before. But once I stopped running, I can manage that, but that's what I do on Monday. On Tuesdays, I strength train with dumbbells. And later in the day, I bike on my indoor bike. And if the weather's nice, I go outside. So that's Tuesday. On Wednesday, it's Pilates day. I'm doing extensive workout on either the Reformer, the Cadillac, or a combination of the both of them and the mat work, which is super easy. On Thursday, again, upper body strength training, but this time with the resistance bands. And also the Pilates core work is on Thursday. On Friday, guess what? I'm resting, I'm doing nothing. On Saturday is usually a hike through the Rock Creek Park, which is around my corner. Uh, it's a really hilly, beautiful park. So I hike for around um, six to seven miles. And on Sunday usually is our long bike ride, which is around 30 miles. So this is my workout routine. But if you are new to exercise, don't be scared off by those numbers. I've been exercising for a long time. Actually, I've been seriously air quotes here. If you watch the video, you'll see me air quoting since my son was born. So he is now 34. So I've been doing this for 34 years for myself as exercise. So I built up to what I'm doing for myself, but I am consistent every week. If I miss a workout, I don't fret. I'll go to the next day, but I keep consistent. And number four is embracing vulnerability. Courage is being, is being about being vulnerable with me as your coach and more importantly with yourself. It's about removing the mask and admitting I'm struggling and I need support. This openness is a profound step towards real change. For instance, let's take family dynamics. This, this phase often brings a shift in family roles. Women find themselves as caregivers of aging parents while still might be supporting their own kids. Um, and I want to highlight Monica, a mother of three, who also became a caregiver for her elderly mom. Balancing these responsibilities was not easy, but Monica found her strength in creating a supportive network and learning to ask for help when needed. When she couldn't pick up her kids or her elderly mom needed some medication, she asked a neighbor to help out. Her courage lies in her resilience and the loving care she provides for her family. Hey, Taikin, I wanted to jump in really quickly to tell you about the Spark Breakthrough Calls. If you're ready to cut through the confusion and challenges in your health, fitness, and nutrition journey, and if you are fed up with those cookie-cutter fixes that never seem to get your result, and you're looking for 
clear, tailored guidance on your wellness journey, then the 20-minute Spark Breakthrough Call is for you. This 20-minute call is designed specifically for women in midlife that are serious about reclaiming their energy, vitality, confidence, and thrive. Together, we'll bring your health and wellness goals into sharp focus. It's about turning your dreams into plans. We'll shine a light on the obstacles that have been slowing you down. Knowing is half the battle, right? I'll give you one solid action step that you can take immediately after our call. It's all about small moves that make big waves. So, are you ready to make a real shift in your wellness journey? Then let's discover how you can overcome your challenges and take a decisive step forward. The link to book the call will be in the show notes. So don't wait any longer for the results that you want. Book your call now. And number five is challenging physical boundaries. We often build mental barriers to our physical abilities as we age. Like, I'm too old for this exercise. I can't lift heavy weights. Oh, should I start Pilates? And let me tell you this, I just found this out yesterday. And this is the day before I recorded this episode. I Before COVID, I was working with a husband and wife. He was at that point 91 and she was three years younger, maybe 89, something around that age. We split because of COVID. And now he just reached out and he said he wanted to go back to Pilates. So by now he's probably 95. He's not too old. He knows the benefits of Pilates and they will be challenging and it will look different, but he's back. He has the courage to come back and be consistent again. So courage can be as simple as trying a new Pilates move or adding extra weight to your workout routine in simple terms. It's about pushing past self-imposed limits and discover your body's potential at any age. So midlife often comes with significant health changes. I talked about my arthritis and my knee. I talk about the gentleman that's coming back who has really bad um, posture, kyphosis, or bend forward body. This might mean adjusting to a new life after a health diagnosis or embrace, embracing changes in physical capabilities. Sarah, who I mentioned earlier, faced her health challenges with courage and determination. She transformed her lifestyle, focusing on nutrition and fitness, proving there's always time to prioritize your health. I also want to put in another resource for you, episode 22, why it takes courage to boost self-confidence ties in beautifully with this. And number six, defying social expectations. Courage is about rejecting the societal norms that try to dictate that women of a, air quote again, certain age should or shouldn't do. Choose to live on your own terms, pursuing your fitness and health goals, regardless of age, regardless of what others say. That's not only, only courageous, it's revolutionary. So stop the naysayers. The most profound challenge is rediscovering who we are. This period can be a deep time of self-reflection and 
exploration. We're in the midlife. We want something different than we had before, perhaps. We want to change something to feel better. We want to live better and healthier in our second half of life. And that looks different to everyone, to anyone. Take Julia, who, after her children left home, decided to rediscover her love for painting a passion she put aside for years. If you're a mom, you can relate that stuff just gets pushed back because of other people's priorities. Her courage wasn't just in picking up the brush again, but in allowing herself to explore and express her identity beyond her role as a mother and a wife. You're not just this and that. You are what you define to be. And I want you to definitely listen to my interview with Sharon Presler, number 188, called Courage Looks Different for Everyone. And Sharon really had courage and it looked very different for her. So I leave a link in the show notes for that as well. Each of these women faced their challenges head on with courage and strength. They remind us that midlife isn't about getting older. It's an opportunity for growth, discovery, and embracing changes with an open heart and mind. Now, as I'm always about very practical things, we have to have practical things to help you start cultivating courage in midlife. So here are my eight practical step steps that I encourage you to Pick one, maybe two. Don't pick them all eight, but start making or making the changes, whether navigating midlife changes, pursuing health goals, or embracing new life challenges. These strategies are definitely for you. And number one, what else could it be? Start small. Courage only sometimes requires big leaps. Start with small, manageable steps. This could mean adding five minutes to a daily walk or try one new healthy recipe a week. These are small victories building, and these victories build momentum and confidence. And number two are mindset shifts. Begin each day with a positive affirmation. Remind yourself of your strengths and your accomplishments. A mindset of gratitude and self-encouragement can be incredibly empowering and set the tone for courage throughout the day. So what could be a possibly affirmation be? You did a good job getting up on time without hitting the buzzer three times. Would be a good affirmation. Or today will be a good day and I will not let stress get to me. Or simply wake up, take a deep breath and say, I feel healthy. And number three, set realistic goals. Set goals that are challenging, but achievable. This might mean aiming to complete a a Pilates class without taking a break or fasting for a certain number of hours, which you haven't done before. And I'll encourage you also to Celebrate those milestones as they are a tangible proof of your courage. Oftentimes when we achieve something, we do not give ourselves a pat on the back saying, yo, great job, excellent work. We just say, yeah, okay, I did it. 
celebrate it. Hop around, turn on some twos, tell your friends, tell your significant others, or just write it down in your journal. Because in the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint, we use a journal where we can log those accomplishments and then we'll celebrate them in the group. So celebrate those milestones. Number four is journaling. Keep a journal to track your progress and reflect on your experiences. I want you to think about your journal as we use again in the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint is not only the activity. I did a full hour of Pilates class. I felt strong. I felt lean. I felt coordinated. I felt proud of myself. I felt happy. This is incredibly important to do that. Writing down your thoughts and feelings can help you process challenges and recognize your bravery in facing them. I feel that so many of you are so brave and don't even know it. Don't give yourself credit for your daily action and achievements and don't celebrate them. So let's change that. And number five is seeking support. Be bold and ask for help and seek advice. As with my example with the studio, I didn't. And I could have used so much help that would be so much more beneficial to my goals. Join a community like a fitness class or an online group where you can share your experiences and learn from others. You know, there's strength and courage in community. Number six is try new things. We're never too old to try new things. We're never too uh, not fit enough to try new things. Challenge yourself to try something regularly. It could be a different type of a workout, a new hobby, or even a new way of thinking. This keeps your journey exciting and helps you grow your courage. So what's one new thing? I'm going to definitely work on it is I'm going to really, not just saying that, work on playing my saxophone. I got a saxophone for Christmas last year and I dabbled with it a little bit, but I wasn't ready. I didn't seek advice yet to how to play the saxophone. So I got some YouTube videos, but I have a plan this year of how I will play the Pink Panther theme the end of the year. Just watch and wait. May not sound pretty, but it will happen. Number seven, listen to your body. Pay attention to what your body tells you. If you need rest, rest. Take time to just check out. Respecting your body's needs and limitations is a form of courage too. We often, let me rephrase that. Clients are sometimes surprised that I take off Fridays, that I don't, you don't exercise. And I say, no, because I need to rest, recover, and let my body just chill out. I don't want to feel like now I have to do another workout because recovery is so beneficial to building strength and health. And number eight is reflect on the progress. Reflect regularly on where you started and how far you've come. So many of us miss that point. Recognize and appreciate your growth. This reflection can be powerful and a powerful motivator to continue being courageous. I don't, I can't tell you how many times people say, oh, I didn't write it down. I don't know where I started. 
Or when somebody, for instance, last week, I talked to a client who is going through uh, rheumatoid arthritis and she's now on medication and we're very carefully crafting her workout. Uh, so it's beneficial for her, for her arthritis and for her, for her health. And she's now on medication and she forgot how miserable she was when she originally came to work with me. She was in pain, her ankles, her feet, her wrists, her hands. And now she's on medication. She said, oh, I feel great. And I said, remember how you felt? And she gave it a second thought and said, wow, I totally forgot about that, Heike. So reflect on the progress. Remember, courage in midlife is about taking those steps, big and small, towards a healthier, happier you. It's about embracing change and growing stronger, both physically and mentally. In a recent survey, I'm switching gears a little bit here. In a recent survey, one of the questions asked was about my greatest strengths and weaknesses. It's a thought-provoking question, and here is what I believe. My greatest strength lies in an unwavering possibility. I've always had a natural, optimistic outlook on life, which I love sharing with those around, with you here on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. And my husband often says, this positivity is my biggest asset, and I tend to agree. It's more than just seeing the glass half full. It's about finding hope and joy in every situation and helping others to see that too. As for my weakness, it's a certain impatience when things don't unfold as planned. Call me a dash of perfectionism. I'm good with that. I have a clear vision of what I want and how I want things to be done. It can be frustrating when reality, reality doesn't align with my vision. But, you know, I've learned to see this as an opportunity for growth, a reminder to embrace flexibility and patience. So there you have it. My mix of eternal optimism tempered by a touch of impatience. These qualities make me who I am, both as a person and as a coach, continually learning and growing alongside all of you. So there you have it, the six ways to redefine courage in midlife. And remember, courage is not about these amazing grand gestures. It's about the baby steps, the daily acts of bravery that can lead to profound changes in your health, mindset, and overall well-being. Uh, it is important that we embrace those changes and challenges of this phase of life facing fears with a resilient spirit and stepping confidently into a fulfilled and enriched part of our journey. And you may remember the episode with Bernie Borges talking about the fulfilled midlife. Go back and listen to it again. It was amazing. I want to leave you with a word of encouragement. You have the strength within you to embrace this journey with courage. No matter how small every step you take is towards a more empowered and vibrant you. Remember that. 
Also, send me an email at heikeathaikeyates.com with the subject line courage and let me know your key takeaways for the episode. I'd love to hear from you and help guide you with courage and clarity. And with that said, if today's episode resonated with you and you're looking for the next clear step, the no obligation 20 minute spark breakthrough call is it. It's direct to the point and could be the nudge you need towards real change. Slots are limited because we're focusing on quality, actionable advice. So don't wait for someday, but make it today. Book your call today. The link will be in the show notes and I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.